Hi everyone, this is Chelsea Lee, Trust God Breakup Coach and podcast host of Thank You Heartbreak. And this is episode 79. This is day 15, question 15 of my February challenge that is just never ending. When does it end? When does this month end? When do you guys get to silence me? I don't know exactly if this is helping people or if this is just hurting my podcast. There is more listens than there's ever been. So that would tell you that this has been good. This has been helpful. But at the same time, I'm just not convinced. Is that just self-doubt playing in? Or is it just is it just reality? I don't know. Let me just get into today's question. Let's just start this. The day is for February 15th, 2019. Today I want to feel, hmm, I don't know what the word is. I want to feel like I can rebound. I want to feel like I can shift with ease. Let's talk about question 15 for day 15. Sorry if you're hearing my dog. My dog is in the background. Um, I guess grooming herself, scratching herself. Zars, we're recording. Thank you. She stopped. Day 15. What do you see as the difference between betrayal and rejection? How did you betray yourself in your past relationship? What parts of you did you reject? Oh my God. (laughs) That's like way too much for me right now. That's way too much. Way too much. Okay, let's just start from the beginning. What do you see as the difference between betrayal and rejection? The difference between betrayal and rejection, I see rejection as silencing possibility. I see it as cutting off future. I see it as the unwillingness to invest. Rejection is that someone has no logic or desire to entertain the prospect of you, though at the same time, you know, you could be in a marriage or a committed relationship where you feel rejected. Usually this comes around with someone no longer wanting to have sex with you. So I think it's just this feeling though of someone not approving of you, not saying that like you're not for me. So rejection is someone looking at you and saying, mm I'll pass. Mm, That couldn't light me up. Mm, There's something else out there that excites me and I'm willing to wait for it. Mm, What I see now, I'm not even willing to be curious about. That is usually, I would think, is the common experience of rejection. Whereas betrayal is not the same betrayal is you've already been taken in it has everything to do with investment someone that's betrayed me has invested in me it has shaken me at the core because i found out that even though they invested in me they're willing to turn on me they're willing to turn on their word their promise their desire their commitment I think it's scarier because you have a history with someone that has betrayed you. 
someone that's betrayed you, it's almost come out of nowhere. So it plays around with your concept of logic, your concept of reality, your concept of knowing what was coming. With rejection, it's almost like you feel like maybe someone should approve of you, but you don't know them as much. You're not really sure. But with betrayal, no, you've been sure of it. You've counted on it. You've rolled the dice with it. You've followed that lead. You've given into it. And then someone has done a 180. They've made a U-turn on you. And I think it just catches your breath. I think it, no, it's just more than that. It just knocks you down in the stomach. To be betrayed is to feel like it's immoral. It's a moral decision. With rejection, it's it's personal to them, but it's, it, the craziness is it's not so personal to you. It takes a long time to realize that, but with betrayal, it feels like beyond personal. It feels like cruel. It feels like someone was so about themselves. They're unwilling to remember that this was a personal experience with you. One of the strongest things that happened in my dating life, and by strong I mean that it really woke me up, was when I was quote-unquote rejected, or I could have seen it that way. And by rejected, I mean that I had a contagious bond with someone, and I, at least I felt that. And they wouldn't continue to see me. Um, yeah, I mean, we had a sexual interaction. We had sex. We had many uh, days and evenings after that, and this sexual aspect was not going to be continued. And beyond that, it was like, this was not going to be a relationship, which for me was kind of bewildering. You know, I've had, um, of course, not of course, but I've had bonds with men and it hasn't turned into more. But, you know, I remember it was after a three and a half year relationship and it was the first person I, I let myself be led toward. And so, yeah, I was... It could have been, it wasn't, but it could have been a horrible rejection because this man was beautiful. And I felt like he upped the ante, that he was everything. Um, not that my ex wasn't, because they were not alike, but he gave me things immediately that I'd been waiting on with my ex. And so that changed everything. It showed me that I was never going to have anything less than this in the future. Like, point blank. I remember, like, that was clear to me. I was never going to have anything less than what this was in the future. And what this was wasn't long-term. It wasn't much over a period of time, but it was enough in the instant to wake me up. And it showed me that I could receive something in the instant that I should never have waited for for three and a half years. So it was monumental. And I remember being in my apartment and... I think at one point asking him, like, what is it? Like, you know, you say and I say that we both changed our lives forever. But if that's the case, why not be together? Why not explore something together? And he said, I don't have the words for it. I don't have a reason for it. It's just something I feel. And I think a lot of us resist that logic. We resist that answer because we feel like, oh my God, come on. You totally can put words to this. Just give me the harsh reality. I'm not beautiful enough. I don't have this. I don't have that. Just tell me what it is so I can fix it. And I think that sometimes if we're willing to believe 
And when someone tells us we can open ourselves to the reality that there's not always words for everything. There really is a feeling or there's a history that we've been informed by that makes it so that this person doesn't make sense for our future. So for example, because my dad you know, is a lawyer and because he's a businessman in the sense that he created his own business, I think it's always been very appealing, even though I haven't always dated people like this, ultimately appealing that I would be with someone that was their own boss, you know, that can make their own schedule, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That was just a natural, you know, desire or like I had my eyes for that. And I, I put it as something that was really respectable. Whereas this person that I was really drawn to, you know, his mom had been a supermodel. I was a model back in the day, but I'm no supermodel now. And so it makes sense that that's who he held up in high regard. So yeah, it makes sense that in a way that he would have been with a supermodel after me, a model at least after me, because that's what he knows. That's what he has held up as being a heroic figure. And not always heroic, but just as the parental figure. So sometimes when we want to make it all about us, we have to remember that we're just a flash in the pan and there's so much before us that informs everything. So that's a form of rejection that really woke me up to the fact that like, okay, there's people I'll meet in my future that I feel like are incredible people. They're sexy. They're sweet. They, they want to take care of me in ways that other people haven't promised. You know, I enjoy them, but it's just, I, it's not there. And it's kind of bothersome when someone really asks you to explain why, every reason why. It's a gut feeling. You just know and you want to trust in that knowing. So that was beneficial for me. That man that kind of quote unquote rejected me and said he didn't have really a reason for it. He just felt that way because it helped me going forward to trust in just what I was feeling and to know that truly the man that I was quote unquote rejecting wasn't typically personal. I would highly recommend them to other women, but just not for me. And I would root for them. I would hang with them. I would do this with them. I would do that with them, but anything more, it just didn't feel necessary, let alone right. Whereas betrayal is something that's much more, mm, it just feels like you've let someone into your heart and someone has been willing to go against that, to hurt you as if they've just been so reckless, so careless. And so that's what I would see as a difference is that someone has already accepted you. They're not rejecting you. And it's so much further than rejection because there is um, an openness. There's not only an investment, but a history. And it's just almost immoral to do something like this. It seems like a character punch. How did I betray myself in this relationship? Oh my God, that's the next question. How did I betray myself in this relationship? Oh God, how did I betray myself? Oh my God, I feel like I had to stop this to think about this. How did I betray? I don't even want to say anything. How did I betray myself? I don't know that this is accurate. I felt like in the beginning it was hard with my last relationship. That might feel like a betrayal because I felt like this is something I said I would never do. There were so many um, absolutes that I had before I met him and going into meeting him. All the things I said I would never entertain. Oh my God. In the relationship before, I remember 
meeting friends of his and then suddenly his friends were getting pregnant with their girlfriends and they didn't really have a steady job and I was like what is going on what are they doing they're not going to commit to each other they're not going to get married and it was hard for me to wrap my head around again I had never seen that before and yet I dated someone that did just that I fell in love with someone that did just that so in a way it was very maybe it was betrayal it was a shock to the system I'm sure it maybe it seemed like a betrayal I don't know to my ex prior that like I had held such a stance I'm assuming because I'm much I don't remember if I did but internally I did and I think my God, I held such a stance to that and then I went for that. What is that about? Was it the desire to understand? Was it the desire that I felt like I rejected someone and I felt like I should put myself in the lion's den and really know what it was about in order to have a real informed decision for myself about it? I don't know if I felt like I betrayed myself beyond that in that relationship other than I had absolutes and then I said I would never go for them and I entertained the idea of them completely in this last relationship. I'm not sure if that was a betrayal. I think that was almost an act of love, an act of discovery. So, betrayal. I don't know, I'd have to really think about that with other relationships, but that's the first thing that comes up. The final part of this question for day 15 is, What parts of yourself did you reject? (laughs) So tricky because where I was saying the parts that maybe I betrayed myself, which were the absolutes, I feel like I rejected that part that knew that those were absolutes that I should stick to. Zars. Zars. My dog is snoring again. What parts of myself did I reject? Mm, Actually... I went to many places tonight to get drinks for dinner and at a certain point it hit me and I told my friend like thank you like thank you for reminding me of certain aspects of myself and what I've been wanting because this is a night that I've totally wanted and it hit me that there was aspects of where I didn't want to venture too far into New York I didn't want to enjoy it too much and I'd been really hardcore about this in prior relationships because I didn't want that love that that investment, that presence to jeopardize the relationship that I was in. It's hard. And this hit me yesterday in terms of another relationship. I literally have not thought about this forever. Like if you're so present to the reality that you're in, and then what does that feel like for the other person? If I'm so present to what I'm in, I'm loving it. Does that make the other person insecure? Like thinking, oh, they don't need me. They don't need me there. And it's, it's tricky because you want someone to not be codependent to live their life if it's long distance or even in the same city you want someone to be able to lead their own life and be comfortable there but you don't want to feel like their comfort their ability to show up in the world for themselves is means that they won't show up for you and so tonight i felt like it really reminded me that i'm in a position where i don't reject the places I want to go to, the things I want to do, the way I want to live my life here. I'm not rejecting that forward momentum all in because I've been in long distance relationships and I'd rather wait for someone else. And so I think I did that to a degree. I rejected, it all has to do with momentum. I rejected certain momentums. I felt like, let me just slow down a little bit. This relationship is worth investing in and Maybe all these things in my career were leading me to this person. I just lost sight of it. Um, 
What else did I reject? What parts of myself did I reject? I really want to say though that I feel like I did a good job not rejecting. I really tried to not be a chameleon, be myself, and to do things in my own way that I was discovering. A lot of the things in my last relationship were new. So I try not to just be another person showing up in the life and saying, I'm going to just take this life on. But I tried to do it in my way. That said, I think myself now and I think about how I would have been so different doing the things I did in my last relationship because I just didn't feel the same way about myself. I wasn't showing up in the same way in the world as I am today because I have a lot more behind me now. And a lot of that more behind me is experience out in the world with people. It's career investment. It's getting clients. It's a lot of different sorts of elements of worth that have made me stand taller, that made me act more freely. There's a fluidness to me. There's a animation about me. And so I think that like without even realizing it, I rejected those aspects of myself because I wasn't gambling on myself outside of the relationship. So I rejected an element of personal responsibility, personal um, adventure, personal just life, personal future. And by rejecting that, I was only, my emotions were more tied into my last relationship, what was happening there, what I was looking forward to there, the love that was spilling out, the love that was being reciprocated, which was deep, but still like, you're standing tall because of the relationship. And now I stand tall because everything that I've put into myself, all the things that I'm taking in from people, it's totally different. And yeah. Whew. It's 1.40 a.m. So I have to be honest, I'm gonna I'm gonna close this out. I want you guys to think about this for yourself. It's a it's a big question. What do you see as the difference between betrayal and rejection? How did you betray yourself in this relationship, in your past relationship, or any relationship? What parts of yourself did you reject? The quote of the day is by Courtney S. Warren. Perhaps the most tragic way that self-deception harms us is that we start believing our lies and we teach them to others. Again, fire emoji. Wait, what? Courtney S. Warren. Perhaps the most tragic way that self-deception harms us is that we start believing our lies and we teach them to others. Think about that, guys. I'm going to finish this jar of Nutella. I'm going to pull my dog up on the bed so she can snore there underneath the covers. And I'm going to rest my eyes. It's been quite a few days and I'm excited to connect with you tomorrow. But right now I need to sleep. These are some deep ass questions. So think about them, and if they're too much, think about them and then go rest your eyes and your mind and return to them later. Bye, everyone.